Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and we've got a solo episode for you this week. And so it's just you and I. We're going to go through my guide to $20,000 a month or $250,000 a year in passive income. And so this is something that's on a lot of people's minds. A lot of people have this arbitrary number. I chose $20,000 a month or 250K in annual passive income as something that not just kind of in theory, because it's something we've done. And I do believe that most people actually can achieve this in a short period of time, in that three to five year period. And so really we look at about a five year period to build that that up. And, and so I'm gonna take you through that process. And I feel a little qualified to tell you this because we have, you know, we, we run the largest vacation home investing company in the US and we've got hundreds of members who have achieved this actual milestone of $20,000 a month in passive income. We've got hundreds more that are well on their way to achieving this. And so this is a path that we're very familiar with. Now we do it in vacation home investing, but that is not always the end all be all, right? And so, and I also wanna talk to you about what it takes to actually do that. And so there are four things that we're gonna talk about. The very first thing you have to do is commit to the outcome, right? This sounds really, really simple on the surface. Most people never commit to the outcome. If the outcome is $20,000 a month in passive income or $250,000 a year in passive income, I've got to figure out what that's going to take. Is that one asset, one investment that's going to solve that problem? Typically, no, that's not. It's not usually one asset that's going to solve those issues in the, that, that number, hit those numbers for you. But also, you may not want that exact outcome. And so we have to identify what the outcome is. Where are we at right now? Where, where do we really want to go? The outcome is where we want to go. And very, very, very few people ever commit to an outcome. And this is what holds most people back. Most people get really comfortable sitting on the sidelines talking about something, but they never commit to anything. And so you have to say, is this worth it? Because there's going to be time and effort and work that's involved in putting this in place and doing something of this nature. And it's a lot of people, one, sometimes you think it's not that or that it's not that attainable for you. And, you know, the average American um, right now, I saw the average savings of or the median savings is five thousand dollars in five thousand dollars in um, as the median savings across the U.S. It's crazy low, right? That's not that's not enough to do anything with. Now, the median is not the average. The average is taking everything and dividing it by like everybody, like from zero to the billionaires out there and then dividing it across the board on the population the average there is about a hundred thousand dollars in savings just so you know to if you make eighty thousand dollars a year you have to have about two million dollars in savings or in investments to be able to live and maintain your eighty thousand dollars a year and you know a lifestyle um when it comes to retirement or whatever else and so what we're talking about is building lifestyle financial freedom. I'm not talking necessarily about retirement, right? We have this arbitrary number, an age of 65 when we want to retire and we, we feel like that that's when this stuff kicks in. If you're in your 20s and you start now and you give yourself options to be financially free, that's a really, really good position to put yourself in. I've been financially free for over a decade and I'm 47 years old now. And so it's nice to be financially free before you hit 65. 
And so, and most of you can do it. This is on the heels of me losing everything back in, you know, when I was in, when I was uh, back when in 2009, I lost, you know, I, I pretty much lost everything. And so we built it right back up very, very quickly. And, you know, we had financial freedom before that, lost it all, built it right back up. And so it's financial freedom and lifestyle freedom is, is something that gives you options and choices that you never knew you had. And so we, we have to think about what is that outcome that we actually want? And are we willing to commit to the outcome? I'm saying I'm willing to figure out what it's going to take to get there. The next step is identifying what passive income vehicle you're going to choose. Is it going to be multiple passive income vehicles? Are you going to be one of those people that really diversify into a whole bunch of different avenues? Are you going to get laser focused on one asset class and really take some time and identify does your passive income vehicle that you select and choose, is it able to actually help you achieve the outcome that you identified? In this, in, in this conversation, our outcome is going to be 250K a year in passive income. And now we have to identify how long is it going to take us to get there, right? And so this is not a get rich quick scheme that we're, that we do, that we subscribe to, right? We're going to, we're going to buy assets and passive income vehicles that can help us achieve that, but it's over a period of time. And so we have to identify, okay, what is the passive income vehicle? Some vehicles allow you to get your outcome sooner than others. I love vacation rental investing. There's pros and cons to every asset class, including vacation rental investing. And so you have to identify based on your property goals and what you're looking for, what passive income vehicle you're gonna choose. I do believe very strongly that real estate is the best passive income vehicle for most people. And so, and for most people, a contrary to popular opinion and, and what a lot of people talk about, I believe that single family investing is the most accessible for most people when it comes to financing and being able to acquire. And there are certain asset classes like short-term rentals that are single family homes that allow us to accelerate that progress. It allows us to make more per asset, right? Maximize each individual asset. You don't, don't have to have a huge portfolio to make sure that I can hit those passive income vehicle um, or, or reach my outcome with my passive income vehicle of choice. There are other assets though. Real estate is not always the end all be all for everybody. And so you have to take time in the very beginning. And this is number two step. One, you have to commit to the outcome. No, no sense in doing anything unless you're actually committed to the outcome. Two, you have to take some time and identify what passive income vehicle you're going to choose based on your property goals and based on what is interesting to you to help you reach those goals. And I do suggest, and my advice is you don't diversify too much. I think that you should pick a vehicle that works to help you reach your goals and get laser focused on that vehicle. Because again, they all have pros and cons and they're all going to have different things you're going to have to navigate along the way. And when you have a whole bunch of things going on, it's like the, the jack of all trades and master of none. You really want to be a master at the asset class that you choose. And if you don't understand it, don't do it, right? It's a, a lot of a lot of really astute investors, really smart people out there say, listen, there's a lot of people out there talking about all kinds of different investments and everything else and wanting you to put your money in certain places. If you don't understand the vehicle you choose and it doesn't and it doesn't take you know, or, or an amazing financial mind to understand most income vehicles and most investments. You should very much understand the investment vehicle that you choose and understand what, what are the pros of it? What are the cons? How are they going to help you? What's the timeline of hitting your outcomes? And what's, what is it going to take? Right. And so really take some time to identify what asset class you want to play in, right? Because 
I did that a long time ago. I've been in real estate, full-time real estate investor for 23 years. I've invested in a lot of different asset classes. The older I got and the more that I got dialed into actually building my own wealth and becoming financially free, my asset classes that I, that I invest in narrowed and narrowed and narrowed. And the more I got focused, the more money I made. And so right now we only focus on short-term vacation rentals and doesn't mean that they're for everybody, but they're for us. And so you have to do the same thing when you're thinking about that. So one, identify your outcomes. Two, identify your passive income vehicle. And then number three, you start to build your game plan based on a couple of different things. One, the time that you have available, the money that you have available and the knowledge you have available. So be based on your time, money, and knowledge. How are you going to game plan this out? And what is the time frame for hitting your outcome? For us, we like to say, okay, when it, this, based on the income vehicle that we've chosen, we know that we can go out and buy one property every single year. And it is likely that we can find a property that is going to bring us in somewhere around that $4,000 a month mark in passive income. And so if I have every single year, I have to buy one property that's going to net me in my pocket, passive income around $50,000 a year. How long is that going to take me to build up to where I have $250,000 a year? Right. Five years. Right. So I have a five year game plan and that game plan simplified out is to say, OK, I need to find one asset, right location, right property that can produce an outcome of fifty thousand dollars a year in net income. And so you have to be able to do that. So now you're starting to build that game plan after you've identified and said, I'm, uh, here's what my goal is. Here's the outcome that I'm committed to. Here's the vehicle that I'm committed to. Now, what is it going to take based on the, those things, based on the vehicle and the production of that vehicle and the, the, you know, the, the return on investment of that vehicle to produce the outcome I'm going to take? In my case, we say our goal is to say we're, we're adding one property every single year that will bring in an extra additional $50,000 a year in our pocket, not counting appreciation and everything else. I'm really looking for cash flow in this, in this scenario. So, and because that's what passive income really is, right? And so now based on all of that, how much knowledge do I have on the asset class? How am I, how much money is it going to take to get into it? What, what financing options are available? Do I have to develop more skill sets on really understanding creative financing, seller financing, bringing in partners? Depending on your situation, you may have to say and identify, you've identified the time frame in this case, five years to be able to do that one property a year, every five years, finding the right property that produces $50,000. Now I have to say, do I know how to do that? right? If you're like the, the cost of mentorship and coaching, right? Well, I run a mentorship company and a coaching company. And a lot of people are like, man, that's a lot of money for coaching. And I'm like, man, this, you know, you're talking about wanting to build $250,000 a year. If you don't know how to do that, and I can show you how to do that and accelerate your progress there, it's costing you an extra two fifty a year, not knowing how to do that. Same is true if you're making a million dollars a year, it's costing you a million dollars a year if you don't know how to make a million dollars a year, right? So, Figure out what the cost of knowledge is. And you can gain knowledge a lot of different ways by going out, rolling up your sleeves and doing it. It's going to, it's going to be a little bit cheaper money wise. It's going to cost you a lot more time. And ultimately, if you make mistakes, it could cost you more money, but you have to figure out, okay, what is my, what based on time, money and knowledge, how am I going to leverage what I have, but also leverage other people's time, money, and knowledge to help me accelerate my progress. And so that is all part of your game plan. So that those are the three things so far. One, commit to the outcome. Two, identify your passive income vehicle. Three, we need to build that game plan based on our time, money, and knowledge and what or lack of time, money, and knowledge. And then four, 
All you have to do is get to work and stick to the plan, right? What stops in most people is they start running down the road a few steps. And as soon as they start to get tired, they think that there's a better road and an easier road to travel down. And there's not. I'm here to tell you at this stage, once you build your plan and you're committed to your outcome, all you have to do is work the plan. Roll up your sleeves, get to work, and stay consistent with it, right? And we're not in, the, in my office. I'm in my studio right now. But in the on the wall in my office, I have an axe hanging. And it's always to remind me that simple is not always easy. Your plan is going to be very simple. Usually, depending on the, the passive income vehicle you chose, like I just showed you, one property a year for every five years based on our income vehicle, you might choose another one that doesn't take five properties in five years. Or you might choose one that takes a lot more than that in five years or 10 years or whatever it is. But whatever the plan is, it's probably pretty simple. It's not always going to be easy. And the ax reminds me that it's a very simple tool. But one, there's got to be effort put in, right? You've got to swing the axe in order for it to be effective. Number two, I've got to be consistent with that effort. That effort has to be, that effort has to be consistently hitting the same spot on the tree all the time, or else that tree's not going to fall. I can't go up and down the tree and say, okay, this, this road, you know, I hit the tree right here and now I don't think it's going to fall there. So I'm going to hit the top of the tree and it doesn't fall. And then I'm going to hit the bottom. And I'm going to go to the middle. I'm going to go up and down that tree with my axe. Nothing happens, right? So, but if I'm consistently hitting the same spot over and over, eventually that tree is going to fall. And then ultimately you have to be, that, that axe has to be sharp, right? If I'm going to put in the effort and I'm going to be consistent, I got to sharpen the axe. That's where the knowledge comes in. That's where the skill sets come in and in building new skill sets and, uh, and understanding networking and forming partnerships and relationships and all those different things are sharpening that axe so that you don't have to swing it so dang many times. And then ultimately you have to be persistent. It's going to take work. It's going to take time. And there's going to be times where you want to do anything but swing that dang axe, right? And so you have to say, because I'm committed to the outcome, because I know I've got a good vehicle, I know I've got a good path that I'm following, I just have to be persistent enough to get to the end of the road. Don't get down the road a little bit and then decide I'm going to start on a new road because you start running down a whole bunch of different roads. And a lot of people have a tendency to do this when it comes to investments because they're like, man, I'm working hard. I just put in some money. I just did all this stuff and I'm not quite seeing the rewards yet, right? That's, that's normal. That's what happens. That's why understanding the process and having a plan to follow and, and ultimately being around other people that have done it before you so that you can, you, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel is really, really important. So always remember, simple is not always easy, but really your path to $20,000 a month or $250,000 a year doesn't have to be as far away as you think it is. Lifestyle and financial freedom is a lot closer than a lot of people think. And I say that with you know absolute certainty because we've worked with over 3,000 people across the country over the last few years, and we see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them make and you build that lifestyle financial freedom by following the path. And many of them did not think it was possible for them. And so, and, and it absolutely is possible, but they just never, they didn't know, right? Their lack of knowledge. I always say ignorance keeps so many people poor and from reaching their potential, not, and, and don't mistake ignorance for stupidity or being dumb, right? Ignorance is not that. Ignorance is lack of knowledge, is lack, is not understanding how to go navigate something. That doesn't mean that you're dumb or you're stupid. It means that you're ignorant to the path forward. And so if you are, reach out and seek mentors in the asset or the passive income vehicle that you choose, right? Figure that out. There's people that have gone down the road before you that have reached the outcome and the goals that you're after and that can help you map that out and plan that out and walk into it with your eyes wide open. So guys, 
I appreciate you joining me. This is a really fun topic and something that I hope is helpful for you to just to see that, listen, it's not that difficult. It's not complicated. And to be able to go create that passive income, that lifestyle financial freedom that you're after, but you have to commit to the process. You have to commit to that outcome. Whatever it is you say you want to do, you have to commit to it. Don't just talk about it. You got to do something. You have to identify your passive income vehicle. You have to put a game plan in place, and then you have to just work the plan. And, and do it until you hit the end goal, right? You're going to have to make some iterations along the way. You're going to have to make some adjustments. But as long as you're sticking to your plan and you chose a good vehicle and you you took the time and, and did that and committed to the outcome, you're going to reach your goals. And before you know it, finan- lifestyle financial freedoms right around the corner. So guys, we're going to wrap it up today. I always appreciate your time. I know how valuable it is. I appreciate you spending it with me, even if it is on a solo episode. And so I, you know, and, and uh, I'll, I'll have some more guests coming up. We've got a great lineup this year as we start to continue to stack some amazing investors that have reached these outcomes that we're talking about. We'll bring them to you. And, and I always say success leaves clues. So we're really going to focus on bringing a lot more conversations to the table of people that are navigating this asset class and these waters of investments. I think 2024 is going to be an amazing year for a lot of us, a lot of opportunities. Um, and so I'm really, really excited about the the near future in investing um, across the board and helping us reach these outcomes. And so guys, until then, happy investing, happy running down that road and getting, getting you know, pulled following your plan and putting the work in to achieve those outcomes. And at the end of every episode, I ask you two things. And the first one is, if you got any value out of this, please share it. Um, Please share the show. If you have more than 30 seconds, leave us a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. We really do. Those things help us share the show. We really do read those and appreciate them. Take them as feedback many, many times and and add new things to the new topics that we can talk about. So share the show, like it, give us a review. Those things help us grow the show and continue to spread the message and the word and help people walk into the short-term rental game with their eyes wide open. And the final and most important thing that I always ask you at the end of every episode is to go pick that one thing you can do today, start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.